The New Orleans Saints are officially back in the win column. The Saints beat the Seahawks in a thriller. Taysom Hill led the way with four touchdowns. It was a fantastic game for number seven. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the good, the bad. There were some ugly, but overall, wins a win. The Saints improved to two and three, and we're discussing here on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. Like I said, guys, it was not the prettiest of games for the Saints, but a win is a win, and that is exactly what happened in this one, and it was mostly led by Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill was the catalyst for this team throughout the day. He had over 100 rushing yards and three touchdowns on the ground. He had a 22-yard touchdown pass to Adam Troutman. He had a fumble recovery. He had a key block late in the game for Alvin Kamara to pick up the crucial first down and seal the deal. So he did everything. He literally did everything. If your AC breaks tonight, call up Taysom Hill. He'll fix it for you. This guy does every single thing for the New Orleans Saints. And without him, obviously, they do not win this game. So you kind of tip the cap to him and give him all the shout out there. Now, that wasn't the only thing that went well for the Saints today. Outside of a costly fumble, and don't get me wrong, it was costly, and I'll discuss it in just a second. I thought Alvin Kamara had easily his best game of the season, over 100 yards on the ground. He added 90 on the you know through the air. He was great. And... For anyone watching right now and being like, why the hell is Chris wearing a suit? Well, I got a wedding coming up after this. So this isn't going to be the longest podcast. And no, I don't watch Saints games in a suit. That would be the weirdest thing ever. So I'll get my suit jacket on once I'm done with this and I'm out of here. But there's still a lot to talk about because I think there were moments for the Saints today where you saw a lot of good. You saw them moving the chains. You saw them using Kamara in ways that we've all been dying for them to do, right? We talk about, hey, get him in the screen game. Throw it out to him in the flats. They did those things. And then defensively, you saw things that were not great. And it makes you wonder what the hell is going on on that side of the ball. Now, I think part of that is health. I'll discuss in a minute. But I do think there are some issues right now with the Saints secondary. Some guys like Paulson Adebo not really living up to the hype right now. Some issues in the back end at safety, which is you know attributed to P.J. Williams and Marcus May being gone. So there are concerns there. But I want to start off by just tipping my cap to the three guys that I mentioned early. Alvin Kamara, Taysom Hill, and Pete Werner. They were studs today. And I think for the Saints, look, I could sit here and I could complain. I think coaching needs to be worked on. I think ball security needs to be worked on. But I'd rather do that while the Saints are two and three and not one and four. So I'll absolutely take that. Now, I think for New Orleans, the concern is moving forward. What's going on with this wide receiver room, right? Chris Olave, great touchdown reception, but he got knocked out in the process. He does have a concussion, and we got to hope that he's okay. So that'll be something to monitor for the Cincy game. Traquan Smith. I don't know what the hell I watched. I mean, he was dropping uh, easy catches left and right, and then he has the crucial one late in the game on third down. Callaway, I expected a little bit more. We didn't get that. So there's still some concerns here, but I think for New Orleans, they found enough today, whether it was with Taysom, whether it was with Kamara, to say, okay, Balave comes back from the concussion. If Jarvis Landry comes back from the ankle injury, Michael Thomas comes back from the toe injury, and now we have Adam Schefter saying he will come back next week against Cincinnati. At least that is the plan. All right, maybe you can have a semblance of an offense. And you're going to need that because I think the defense right now is still trying to find themselves. You know, I thought Cam Jordan flashed. I thought Pete Werner flashed. And I thought Lattimore flashed pre-injury. And now we have to keep an eye on that. That's obviously not ideal. But this is not going to be, I think, the dominant unit we saw last year because, well, some changes in the back end. Losing Marcus Williams, I I tweeted it during the game. I I think they are missing Marcus Williams. And I know some people are saying, well, Marcus May will come in and he'll get the job done. And he might, right? I think that is one of the underrated storylines so far is Marcus May not really playing since week one, and they miss him. So I forgot who tweeted at me, but you were absolutely correct. They need him out there. 
But even if Marcus May comes back, I still think there are limitations with this defense, right? The pass rush is not as good as it was last year. I think just overall, they're not going to be that dominant unit. Offense has to get it going. And when I see 39 points on the board, part of me will be like, holy crap, I can't believe they scored 39 points in today's day and age of this Saints offense. But I said it throughout the week. Seattle was ranked 29th against the run and 28th against the pass. The opportunities were going to be there. And we saw why they're ranked 29th against the run. I mean, Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill had both over 100 yards. So that was there for sure. One complaint I do have, and I said it during the game, and this is no knock on this particular player when I mention it, I think the Saints are wasting downs right now with Mark Ingram. Nine carries for 16 yards. I mean, not even averaging two yards a carry right now. That's not ideal. You know, it's the way they're using him. I'm not saying Mark Ingram doesn't have a place on this team. Great leader, still really good in pass protection. But the way they're utilizing him, for me personally, I just don't think it's ideal. So that's a concern. I thought Andy Dalton made some boneheaded throws today. Now, he did have some good throws as well, but he did have some boneheaded there, especially the interception. That was questionable. I'm still going to walk away with this game with a few more positives and negatives because I think with the way Taysom Hill played today, Pete Carmichael's got to be like, well, shit, that works, and I got to run it, and I got to keep running it, you know? There's always that balance on Saints Twitter where some people probably think Taysom's a little bit better than he is, and some people don't give Taysom the respect he deserves, but there's a middle ground there, and that middle ground is he's a good football player, and the Saints just have to keep using it. If it keeps working, keep going to him, you know? Nine carries for over 100 yards today. Next week, give him another 10 if he's healthy. I think that's what you should do. So that's kind of my opening ramp for this. Obviously, loved what Taysom did, loved what Kamara did. I think this defense needs a lot of work and they got to figure it out quickly because you got Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and those boys coming to the Dome next weekend, and that should be a really exciting one. But without further ado, I'll kind of open it up to comments and we'll go through it here. I'm not going to be, like I said, the longest podcast because I got to head out uh, for a wedding in a little bit. So we'll keep this relatively short. But if you have certain topics, comments, you know, concerns that you want me to discuss, I'll gladly do that. In the meantime, though, I'll bring up whatever you guys got going in the chat and we'll get to it. Obviously, a lot of excitement here and only the best fits for a live show. Yeah, look, I promise you guys, I, I did not just put on a, you know, a button shirt and a tie to record a Saints podcast. Uh, it, you know, it would be funny if I did, but I did not. So yeah, 194 total yards for AK as, as VJ mentions and AK early, you, you have that costly fumble and I'm thinking, you know, that stinks because he's the guy this week that said, we can't cough up the football. We got to be better. We got to really talk about accountability. And you love that, right? You want Alvin, who's a captain this year, to be that leader. And when he fumbles and the Seahawks go ahead and score a touchdown off that, you're thinking, all right, here we go again. But I thought they did a good job, especially him in the second half, setting the tone. And yeah, you know, can you argue that there's a, a, you know too many runs up the middle? Maybe. And especially with the rib injury, that's a concern. But the Saints had to find a way to win today by any means necessary. That's why I kept saying I would milk the Taysom Hill train as much as you need to, because it doesn't matter at the end of the day what happens next week. You got to get to next week first. You got to win this week, and they did that. And when you get a win, man, a lot of the pressure comes off. You know, you lose this game to Seattle. You're one and four. The wheels fall off the track. You probably got me and about 80% of Saints podcasters saying, well, what do we do about the coaching staff? And at least for today, we don't talk about that. Now, it doesn't mean the coaching staff doesn't have flaws, but you give them credit for using and going back to the well that got them the win because that that absolutely is it. And, and um, yeah, yeah I, I don't watch Saints games in a suit. I could promise you that. Um, but maybe I will. If you guys like the fit, maybe I'll do it for a joke. We'll, we'll keep it running if you guys want. Alex says, sophomore slump hitting a Debo hard. Look, I, I'm one of those people that 
I am a, a, I do fall into the training camp hype stuff, right? Cause especially this year, I had so many videos sent to me and I had so much footage watching of, of the saints at training camp. And I'm like, man, Adebo looks good. He's going up against Mike. He's going up against Olave. He's going up against Jarvis. And he looks aggressive. He looks like the best player on this defense at times. And he looked terrible today. And I don't, I don't mean that to be offensive. Like he just looked terrible today. And that doesn't mean he won't bounce back. Cause I think he will. He's still slowly getting acclimated. We got to remember, right? Misses the first couple of games. He's barely in that Panthers game. Then his first real game is the Vikings one, but not a great, you know, matchup in terms of your first full game back, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. And then this week, I mean, you look at the numbers, Geno Smith had 268 and 104 of them went to Tyler Lockett. And you can argue that every time Tyler Lockett got the ball, for the most part, it was a Debo's doing not playing well. And half of that's him. Half of that's not having great safety help. I think having a great safety, which we're starting to, you know, not that we're starting to learn, we all knew this, but you see when Marcus Williams is no longer there and then Marcus May, who's supposed to replace Marcus Williams, is currently hurt. You're like, man, the safety covers up a lot of the issues on the back end. And that's where you're really seeing that affect the Debo. So part of that is the safety plays got to get healthy, not better, got to get healthy. Get Marcus May in there. We will see differences. But Debo's got to be better too. Um, and that's definitely a concern. Gabriel says, if I need emergency open heart surgery, no hesitation. I'm asking Taysom Hill. Man, Gabriel, I don't blame you. I don't blame you, man. I'm thinking about calling Taysom Hill right now to drive me to this wedding after because I feel like he's probably better at it than me. So he, he does it all, and he really deserves props. I know there's times where people get on Taysom, right? He doesn't have touch with the way he throws the ball. He does get hurt pretty often. But, man, th this is a game that he won in the game. Full-on Madden, Greg Jennings, broken leg, put the team on your back. That's what Taysom Hill did today. Lots of trades should be made when the season's over. At this point, Michael Thomas should be traded for a first-round pick, wasting tons of cap space and his glass material. Well, I actually don't think you could get a first-round pick for Michael Thomas right now due to the, the situation, but I think it's too early to talk about that. Uh, I, look, I look around the NFC. The NFC is not great, and I don't think by any means the Saints are in a conversation or have earned the right to be like, well, maybe the Saints can make some noise in December or January. They haven't earned that right, so I'm not necessarily going to give them that. What I will say, though, is I look around the league and I'm watching the Panthers right now against the 49ers. I'm watching the Falcons in the Bucks game. And I'm thinking, all right, maybe the NFC, you know, teams like the Niners, teams like, you know, the, the Eagles, they look pretty good. But I'm watching the NFC South, and I, I don't see anything great there. So just try and stack together wins. It's easier said than done, but let's just try and stack together wins, and we'll see where this team is at in November. But October has historically been a good month for the Saints, and if it continues that way, then all of a sudden we're talking about, hey, can they vie for a spot? So they got to earn the right. I don't want to jump the gun here, but I look around the NFC South. It's really not a good division. Everyone knows when Ingram is in the game, the defense knows we're going to run. That's a play calling issue instead of a player issue. Do some play action while he's on the field. Yeah, Troy, look, I, I don't disagree with that at all. I, I think, you know, and we've been saying it since week one, right? Predictability. Predictability is the, the biggest issue in the Saints offense outside of mental errors, right? And turning over the football. Turning over the football would be number one for me. So many times this team's team coughs it up, right? You got the fumble against the Bucks. You got the fumble against the Falcons. You have the fumble against the Panthers. You got the fumble against the Vikings. You have the interception and the fumble against the Seahawks. There's a theme. They put the ball on the floor way too much. And that is the big issue. But I do agree with you in that regard, Troy, right? You cannot be so predictable on offense in today's NFL. You know, we look around the NFL today, and, and I watch a team like the Chiefs, right? And maybe not the best example because they're at the they're the cream of the crop, but how many times do I watch a Chiefs game and I can't tell you who's getting the ball because I have no fucking idea what they're going to do because you got Travis Kelsey out in motion and McCall Harmon's running from left to right and Patrick Mahomes is sitting there adjusting the play call and your running back's moving in the backfield. 
they do so much pre-snap that you're sitting there like, you know, the meme of Mr. Krabs where it's all dizzy and you don't know what's going on. That's what the Chiefs do to you. And I'm not saying the Saints have to be the Chiefs. That's a ridiculous ask. But to your point, Saints should be a little bit more creative uh, on offense. And if they can do that, that bodes well for them. Gabriel says, I'm, I'm worried that we might just F around and win enough games so we keep Pete, Dennis, and Jameis prolonging the inedible relation. They aren't good enough. Look, we'll get to that when, when the day comes. Um, you know, I, I have long said I, I don't think Dennis Allen is like the coach of the future, but he, he still has the rest of the season to earn it. Now, I, I think you should know by the end of this year if he's not it. Pete Carmichael, I could see him leaving and, and joining Sean wherever Sean goes, so I, I don't know about that one yet. And then Jameis, you know, Jameis is their best option once he's healthy this year, if he can get healthy, hopefully. Um, but, I've, you know, I've said it before, I, I don't know if Jameis is the future. I don't think he personally is, but if he comes back and, he, and he's healthy and they could put together wins, we can prolong this conversation. I'm not saying this conversation shouldn't be had, Gabriel, but I, I feel like they, they got to, I'm going to give them the rest of this year, but that's all they get. They get the rest of the season, and I, you should know by then if you're the Saints. Lattimore is very concerning. Yeah, look, it's a very, very concerning injury in the sense that Lattimore does so much for your defense, right? And the plays where you didn't hear DK Metcalf, guess who was on him? Marshawn Lattimore. And the plays where you did hear DK Metcalf, guess who was on him? Paulson Adebo. So I think for Lattimore, we just got to hope he was questionable going in for the rest of the game. We just got to hope that that abdomen injury isn't super serious. Um, I haven't seen anything yet. So if you guys do see something, drop it in the live chat. Obviously, it's kind of you know tough to keep up with everything uh, at once here. But I think that for, for Lattimore's situation, we'll, we'll see what happens. AK, not a between-the-tackles runner. How am I the only person who wants him in space? Look, no, we all want AK in space, right? But the Saints aren't doing that right now. They, they haven't really done it. I know the screenplay worked out extremely well. That was probably the most fun I've had watching an Alvin Kamara play this season. And I think the days of them doing the wheel routes and the option routes, you know, you start to realize how much was that Drew Brees' say? How much was that Sean Payton's say? And it's not there right now. Neither one's in the building. So you're not the only one who wants him out in space, but unfortunately with the way the Saints utilize him, it has really been primarily a traditional running back, for better or worse. Now, I think that's technically for worse, but that's what the Saints have been doing. Blair says, I'm done with Hardy. Play Quez. Man, I feel for him, because like I, I've said before, I got no, no beef with Deontay Hardy. I think Deontay Hardy's a good dude, but this season has been a disaster for him, right? No impact plays. In fact, all of the plays where we're mentioning Deontay Hardy, they're negative plays. The fumble against Minnesota, the whiffed, uh, the, the muff punt today, he ran into a guy that was being blocked today. Like the Saints had him blocked and he ran into him and got tackled. And Callaway at least had that one explosive return, which was something that the Saints have not had, right? We talk about special teams being an issue this year. Well, part of it has been the punt game, right? Blake Gillikin, not his best day today, probably his worst day. I've seen him in a Saints uniform. That's not great. But the, the other side of it is flipping field position. And when we were talking about Deontay back then, about how good he's been, it's because he did just that. He did just that, flip, uh, flipping the field position. So hopefully he can figure that out. But to your point, Blair, right now, Callaway is the better option because you got to play who's playing better in the moment because that's the way the NFL works. BJ says, Adebo looks like he's been a step behind since coming back from the ankle sprain. Yeah, no, I, 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 it looks that way. It definitely looks that way. And that's why with Adebo, I want to see week-by-week improvement. This week was horrendous. Be better next week. Now, if it's more of the same next week, that's a problem because you really need him to step up against a Bengals attack that features Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. So need him to step up. We'll see if he answers the call. <laughs> uh, this comment's funny. So Joseph says Traquan is ass. I don't want to go that far, but Traquan Smith is just the most 
consistently inconsistent receiver I've ever seen in my life. I know he's going to drop the easy ones, and I know he's going to catch the hard ones, and I, I just live with it. So when Andy Dalton faces the blitz and makes a great read and gives his, his receiver the ball in space and he drops it, I'm not surprised. In fact, I expect it from him. So it's unfortunate, but that, that's kind of where we're at. Mac asking, just tuning in, why are you dressed up today, my man? Well, I'm, I'm dressed up because I have to go to a wedding. This was not by choice. But if you guys want, if we're into this whole superstition thing, which I'm kind of over that phase of my life, but if we want to jump on the superstition train, I'll wear one after every Saints win if we want to keep it going. Rename our team the New Orleans Taysom Hills, at least for a week. I think for the rest of the season. He was that good. Please talk about how Tyron's been getting cooked all year. Look, I thought Tyron Matthew in the second half actually made some big plays. He made a business decision in the first half with DK Metcalf. And I, I kind of want to be like, man, that's that's messed up. But who am I to talk? If DK Metcalf's coming at me, I'm, I'm fucking ducking, man. I'm not letting DK Metcalf hit me. So um, I almost kind of get it. Now, he signed up to take those hits and go after him. But Tyron's got to play better. No doubt about it. But I think for the Saints, and, and this is something that you guys are talking about with Tyron, and, and, and I joked about it last week saying he's here for just vibes. You, you know, when Marcus May, you bring him in, he's supposed to be the, the you know, I would say the, the co-running mate with him. And, and that's not happening. And P.J. Williams is hurt. And CD's no longer in the picture. And Alante Taylor's hurt. This Saints secondary is supposed to be the strength of this team. They're not right now because they're banged up. So... Yes, Tyron's not playing well. You are absolutely right about all of you guys who have mentioned Tyron. They have, he has not been playing well. But on the other hand, it's like, man, I, I watched this game, and I'm like, they, their, depth, their depth in the secondary is depleted. So there is a lot of stress on him. The last two weeks, Cam Jordan's been elite. I'm so glad you mentioned that, Joseph. I, you know, when, when I started the show, I started talking about Taysom and how good he's been and uh, talk about Kamara and talk about Pete Werner, who, by the way, has been the star of this team. You lose sight in Cam Jordan the fact that Cam Jordan should still not be playing at this high of a level. It'd be perfectly fine for Cam Jordan to be struggling at 33 years old when he's already had a Hall of Fame career and us be like, man, the time has come for, for Cam to be a family man and that's it. But no, he's still a damn good player. And it doesn't matter if it's, it's causing pressure on the quarterback or stuffing the run or just being a leader because he is one. Cam Jordan is a Hall of Famer in my book and he just continues to solidify that, he reached uh, career sack 110 today. 110, man. Uh, there will never be, for, for the Saints, at least for the next couple of years, maybe even a decade, finding that next Cam Jordan, that is going to be really, really, really tough. So we'll see. Update on Marshawn and Olave. Uh, yeah, like I said, look, Olave's got the concussion, so it's just a matter of how, he, how fast he heals. Um, you know, Traquan had a concussion in week three and was back for week four. And that was with him flying to London. So it's possible that Olave plays next week against the, the Bengals, but everything is obviously different. It's every player heals differently. Now I hope he's healthy because they need him, but I, you know, there's no guarantee effort. As for Marshawn, I would not be surprised if he misses a day or two of practice. Um, you know, he's dealing with an abdomen injury right now. And, and we just got to hope that it's not super serious, you know? Um, he spent a lot of time going in and out of the injury tent. That's not what you want, of course. But at the same time, that could be him trying to fight to get back on the field. So we'll have to see. Chris isn't a newsbreaker. He's a take maker. Yeah, you're not wrong, man. I, I, I don't try to be something I'm not. I'm not going to break you know, news here for anyone. Um, but I will fire off these takes. And if they're good, great. And if they're bad, we'll revisit them and talk about how shitty my take was. But that's, um, that's how it goes. Drew just gave Taysom a shout on IG. I bet he did, man. I mean, Taysom deserved it. He, he deserves it. Olave was clearly knocked out. Those commentators were idiots about that touchdown catch. Clearly, a catch. Clearly knocked out. They replayed it like a thousand times. 
Uh, yeah, I, I hate when they replay the concussions. I, I, you know, if you're replaying it because you're like trying to emphasize like this is serious and, you know, player safety, whatever. Okay, cool. But Chris Olave had his, his lights knocked out there and, and, and no one wants to see that constantly. But um, hopefully, hopefully um, he'll be good moving forward. Get AK space. Stop slamming into the line. Look, I, I don't disagree with you, right? I'm, I'm with you, right? I'm with you. I think that for the AK situation, it's frustrating that you're slamming him right in between the tackles, right? But this is something that I've been screaming since the summer. And if you don't believe me, just go back and check. I said the Saints running back group is terrible, right? Stop trying to convince me that Mark Ingram is still good. Stop trying to convince me that Tony Jones Jr. is good who just got cut. And I love Dwayne Washington, but Dwayne Washington is a special teams guy, so you're not expecting him to run the rock. So Kamara now has to be your complete back in the sense that Sometimes we're going to throw it to him and we still got to run him as a traditional running back. And that stinks, man. But that's part of the problem, right? If they had that, that co-star to him, that, that guy could take the beating up the middle and Kamara could go do his thing and be dynamic. But instead, Kamara's got to take a lot of that heat and that's part of the problem. You know, the Saints need an RB too. And I'll go as far to say it from now on October 9th, the Saints better draft a running back next year because they need another one. And, and I think they, they absolutely have to address that position. Um, and we'll see if they do. How do you schedule a wedding on game day? Man, I've been asking, you know, uh, uh, weddings on Sundays during football season should be illegal. I, 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 you know, whoever, whoever wants to find a way to get that legalized in America, please do. It's, it's ridiculous. Missed the game. How did Andy Dalton Camara do if he played at all? Camara, you know, had this, the, the, the fumble that was costly turned into seven for Seattle or six. I should say they missed the extra point. And Andy Dalton wasn't great but he didn't cost them the game at all. And, and, and when you're playing a backup quarterback, that's kind of what you want, right? Give and take. And, uh, you know, I think Andy Dalton's numbers probably would have looked better had Traquan not dropped a couple of passes. And at the same time, he did have that costly fumble, uh, you know, interception where I didn't know he was throwing the ball. He threw it behind his guy. So um, overall, eh, like a meh performance for Dalton, but not terrible. But not, you know, not anything that I'm going to write home about. Everyone who's quick to blame Tyron is just reading comments and following the pack. He's had bad plays, but he's not been the negative. Look, I'll say it again. If Tyron starts struggling when May's back and Elante Taylor's in and PJ's back, then let's have a conversation about how much gas is left in the tank. Until then, I'm just saying this secondary is banged up. Now, I, I, I've been a big proponent of I wish Marcus Williams was back. You guys know how much I love Marcus Williams, but he's not coming back. He's not coming through that door. He's in Baltimore. So you got what you got. Uh, I didn't watch this game and be like, man, Tyron Matthews stinks. Uh, I thought there were moments last week where he struggled. Uh, I thought there were moments in the Carolina game that he struggled. But this wasn't one of them. I, they need they need their depth back. Their secondary is absolutely decimated right now. And anyway, Chris looking smooth in the suit and tie, but for real, who are we looking in for agency for safety? Look, I mean, I, I, I have to look. I, I can't really off the top of my head kind of tell you who's, who's a free agent right now at safeties. I'm sure uh, SpotRack has that kind of you know ready to go. And I think for New Orleans, interesting decisions will have to be made in the offseason anyway, right? Because you need the next, how many games are left right now? What are, The Saints are two and three, 12 games left. You're going to get your answer on Tyron Matthew where he's at. You're going to get your answer, hopefully, on Marcus May. How, where he's, where's he at? You gave him a three-year deal. Uh, Alante Taylor, how does he slide into your team? Is he, is he an outside corner? Are you using him in the slot? Uh, are you moving him as a hybrid? You know, there are options with him. That, that kid's versatile as all hell. So I, I think for them... They got so many you know questions right now, and, and and I think that's too early to talk about. Now, part of that is I I don't know if the Saints are going to go shopping for safety. I mean, they just did it twice this year, and I think they also need to get younger at safety. 
So I'll have to look at the draft and I'll go watch some safeties over the next couple of months uh, and I'll have a better answer for you. Uh, but I'm always a big proponent of going for safeties in the draft. And that's why I'm always confused by the Saints, right? You draft Malcolm Jenkins, get off of him, you get Bird. Bird doesn't work out, you get Von Bell. Von Bell's doing well, you get off of him, you get Malcolm back. Malcolm's gone, now you get Tyron Matthew. You get you don't re-sign Marcus, who you drafted in-house was great. I'm always for the, the, the young safeties, uh, but we'll see. Now, it seems like you guys are talking about CD getting a pick and how that trade looks worse. Yeah, look, the CD trade looks bad. I really want to make this clear, though, because I wasn't a fan of the trade when it happened because they got nothing in return, and we know how big CD is on, like, energy, and the locker room loves him. I don't know if the record's different with CD in, though, right? Because, like, the Saints are losing games, but I'm not watching the Saints losing these games and be like, oh, my head, there we go, the slot corner position fucking us again. Like, I, that's not when I see the games, that's not what I'm seeing, you know? Um, I'm not watching this and being like, oh man, you know, they got to get better at slot corner. I'm saying you got to stop coughing up the football. I'm saying you have to stop with the sloppy penalties. I I'm saying that you got to stop with the, t the shots over, you know, down the field, which that's a Marcus Williams problem more than it is a CD deuce problem in terms of guys you lost in the off season. But again, that's just me. Uh, that doesn't mean that you guys are wrong. That that's just how I see it. I hope Lutz would take that 60-yarder from last week as a positive momentum. First drive of the game was a made 56-yarder. That's a good sign. That is a great sign. I'm glad you brought that up. I said it before, uh, first quarter. I was like, I think Will Lutz got his swagger back, man, because 56-yarder is no give me. Last week, he hit the 60-yarder, missed the 61-yarder. Uh, Lutz is a big, big uh, part of this team, right? Like, if you're going to get shit going on special teams, he's got to be part of that equation. So, I agree with you. That, I thought it was a big plus for Lutz. How do you feel about Dalton? I feel like they should keep him starting as the offense um, has been moving the ball a little, no weapons with everyone hurt. Would like to see him with healthy. Uh, look, see, I can make the argument that I'd like to see if Jameis is healthy with the receivers that they got right in Olave, Thomas and, and Jarvis. Um, look, I, I don't think that we're going to see, you know, Jameis Winston have this revelation where he turns into what he was meant to be coming out of Florida state. But I also know enough to say that I don't think what we saw the last two games of him was what we were going to get from him the whole year. The ankle injury, he couldn't move. The back injury, that's not great with throwing the football. You're contorting your body. The guy was banged up. So, um, you know, for that argument, I, I think Dalton should probably start another week if Jameis is not fully recovered. I think he should be starting until you're ready. Uh, and I think you dial up a heavy dose of Taysom Hill. And, and obviously that, that worked so well today. But I think in regards to the Jameis situation with him and Dalton, I think you play the healthy quarterback. If that answer right now is Dalton, so be it. If in two weeks from now, Jameis is ready to go, I think Jameis should start because I think this Saints team, they need, look, if Andy Dalton was really just manufacturing touchdown drive after touchdown drive with him being the sole proponent of that, I would say, okay, but let's be real. Taysom Hill was the key today. No knock on Andy. That's just the reality. So I think the Saints at some point are going to need that arm of Jameis's to get some of those, what I like to call cheapy touchdowns in the sense that it's one throw, it's 60 yards. It's great. I think we could trade for Marcus Williams' CD. I hear the good safeties. Yeah, yeah, that hurts, man. It really hurts. The offense seems to be picking it up and has nothing to do with QB play. It's more of utilizing the players who have been carrying us since 2018. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And I think for the whole, you know, Jameis Dalton thing, if you're Jameis, you're watching it on the sidelines. It's like, hey, throwing it to Troutman for 10 yards isn't so bad. Throwing it to Kamara for eight yards isn't so bad. Like, take what the defense gives you. Um, and, and, and I think for the Saints... If we're in this war about who should start, about Dalton or Jameis, well, here's the reality. Then you don't have a good enough quarterback if you have to decide between two of them. And that, that's always the way the NFL is going to be. If you got two quarterbacks, you got no quarterbacks. But I think you play the healthier guy. 
And eventually that will be Jameis. And when that time comes, I think he should play. So uh, that's kind of where I'm at with that. But for real, though, shout out to Gino. He balled out against us. Yeah, I, I want to make that very clear. I'm so happy for Gino Smith. You guys know I'm from New York. I've, I've listened to so much slander about Gino Smith over the last couple of years. Some of it deserves, some of it people just being unfair. This guy sat as a backup for the Giants, for the Chargers, for the Seahawks. And now he gets his moment. And if you watch the game today, the Seahawks did not lose because of Geno Smith. He, he was great out there. And he's doing his thing while Russell Wilson's sitting there just not cooking. So, um, yeah, I, I, I want to give him his credit. Everyone is so stuck on the Dalton James thing. QB play and penalties and fumbles have not been fixed. Um, yeah, look, I, you can't be a highly penalized team that also coughs it up. Because if you do that, you're going to lose games. And fortunately for the Saints, they forced turnovers on defense today that they were able to keep things rolling. And the special teams fumble that Seattle had, I don't know what the hell Seattle was doing there. Uh, for me personally, I, I don't know what that was. That, that, punt, that punter, did you really think you were going to outrun the whole unit? That, that confused me. So I, I think for the Saints, they were able to force enough turnovers in their end that it kind of evened out. But you got to play clean football. They haven't done that yet. They're going to need to do it next week because Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals are coming to town. Do you think the Saints should release Hardy and give Merritt a chance as Hardy looks to have no interest in playing? Um, yeah, look, I, I think maybe if your receivers are healthy, I'd give Callaway another go. I thought he had that nice return, and I think the Saints should try to build off that. Um, as for Merritt, you know, the, the coaching staff should know. He's in the building every day. They, they got to see him. They got to know if he's good enough to play. So I think from that regard, they should fix that. Uh, after that, I, I think that, man, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to go in about – you know, whether or not they should cut Deontay because that, that seems like a cruel thing, but he shouldn't be playing right now, which I said last week. I said he should, he's – I'll be mean. Fine. I said I wasn't going to be mean. I'll be mean. I said last week that he was useless to this team right now, and I take it back. He's not useless to this team right now. He's kind of hurting the team right now with the, the negatives on special teams. So I would go Callaway if your receivers are healthy, and I think that, honestly, moving forward – Maybe you give Merritt a chance or Rashid Shahid if Rashid Shahid's healthy, who I think will eventually be the long-term returner for the Saints. Carl asks, who has a wedding on a Saints game day? You know who has it? Someone who hates football. If you have a wedding on a, on a Sunday during the NFL season, you hate football. And luckily for me, I have one this Sunday, and then I have one on Sunday in December. But the Saints have a game that Monday night against the Tampa Bay Bucks, so I won't be too mad about that, and I'll get to do my live stream, so it's not as bad. But I do agree with you, Carl. It's ridiculous. I've said it before, man. You have a wedding on a Sunday, you hate football. And if you hate football, I don't fuck with you. Which, by the way, I'm the plus one for this wedding, so I could say that I don't fuck with them. I'm the plus one. Last, uh, you know, I'll do like two more, and then I got to head out here uh, so I, I can beat the traffic. Shahid should get his shot. I love Merritt, but Shahid is a much better option for special teams. Yeah, look, if Shahid is ready, I want to see him go, man. Go, go watch his tape from college. Again, I told you he was a D1 record breaker as a kick returner. Go watch his tape, as, as you're pointing out here. He was fantastic, so I think if he's healthy, he's the guy that you give a shot. Other than that, maybe if he's not ready, you give Merritt a go if Callaway needs to just be a primary wide receiver, but kind of see how that unfolds. We'll, we'll see how it all plays out. But um, anyway, that'll probably do it because, man, it's I don't have a watch on me at the moment, but the time's getting pretty close. So uh, that's going to do it for this edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast, guys. Kept it a little bit shorter today, obviously, for time-sensitive reasons, but we will be back next week. Saints, Bengals, going to be a good one. I'll probably have some short videos over the next couple of days talking about this win and the pluses, the negatives, what they got to improve moving forward. So stay tuned for more content here uh, on the Buku Media's YouTube page. And we're also going to put out a nice shirt in honor of Taysom Hill. So if you guys want some Taysom Hill merch, 
Check it out. I'm going to share the link on Twitter uh, and on Instagram, and we'll probably share it on YouTube as well. But stay tuned for that if you want some taste of merch because, man, taste some balled out. But anyway, guys, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. The Saints are back in the win column. I got to go. Hope you guys stay safe. And, of course, stay tuned for more content here on the Straight Up Saints podcast, the destination for the Houdat Nation. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast.